0: Yo, what's up? It's your girl Father Legs. You know me, Daddy T. Okay, this is Thanksgiving week. This is a rerun, okay? So I just want to do a little intro to let you guys know um, some announcements, some updates, um, but... In case you're one of those people who are like, I absolutely don't want to listen to this unless it's a new episode, um, just giving you the heads up, this is a great episode. Um, I We have almost come around a whole year from recording this, and um, I like to sometimes replay old episodes when you know our listener base grows, so you guys can check out some of the old episodes. So um, this week's replay is Lacey Mosley, who just uh, moved her podcast to Conan O'Brien's podcast network um well these pauses are me being tired because it's late at night and uh very much can never stay up past 10 p.m anymore um yet cannot fall asleep while i lay in bed awake but that's neither here nor there i um, very excited for lacy and um, if you guys don't already listen to her podcast definitely go listen to it it's called scam goddess um i recorded an episode of it with her uh about a year ago um way back in the day and now her podcast is on Conan's network um, but I didn't do that version but I, you can still listen to the archived episodes uh, but Lacey's so so funny and this episode was so so funny she talks about working foot fetish parties in New York and having lived in New York for many many years and just really been up and down um, I, I like this episode a lot because it sort of harkens to this time before you know when you're just live in what you think is a dream and then in hindsight you're like wow what was I doing um, but I really um I really enjoyed our conversation it's super fun I hope you guys like it but I do have some merch announcements okay I'll make it quick but I did make some original holiday cards every year I love to send out cards when I have the time and I'm not too stressed Um truly as an adult I've done it less but when I was in college every year I'd make cards and send them to my friends so this year I decided to make them again because I'm in quarantine. It's the only way to keep in touch. But I am making them available if you want to buy them. I don't know. Maybe you want them. Maybe you don't. But if you want to see what they look like, they're inspired by Father Long Legs. Okay, so they're Father Christmas Long Legs. You don't have to celebrate Christmas. You just have to like long legs and note cards. Um, You can see them at TeresaLayComedy.com slash shop. I've actually made three sets of note cards. There's four original cards in each. One is a holiday exclusive set. One is ways to say sorry. It's like, you know, are you mad? Um, You were right. Things like that. Can you tell that I walk around thinking people are mad at me all the time? I just think cards need to be available for more than just birthdays, you know? um and then the other set is all positive friendly lovey feelings it's stuff like i like you blah 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 you know that kind of stuff you know instead of sending a dick pic maybe send a nice little note card snail mail very cute and sure draw your dick in it i don't know do whatever you want but if you guys want those cards um they are on my website they come with envelopes um you can even order stamps i will include the stamps if you so desire and in fact because you're confidants and you're listening to this pod, if you use the code confidant, make sure you write it in where it says promo code um, on the order form. If you use the code confidant, 10% off anything you buy. Right now, it's just cards on the site. But uh, I will say, oh, this is very important to note. There are a few like t-shirts through Tee Public on there. But uh, unfortunately, that promo code doesn't work. So it's only the proprietary stuff on my site. I will be posting uh, something before the end of the year that's a little more silly, but if you guys want a more interactive, silly, very Teresa experience, I will be putting something up there and you can also use the code CONFIDANT. Um, But for now, the cards, okay, they're fun. Why don't you send your holiday cards with some original cards I made? If you want. I don't know. Whatever you want. It's late. Okay. Let's get into the episode. There's no new episode this week. This is a rerun, but we will be back next week. And then, um, I believe, two more episodes and then going on hiatus for the holidays because everyone needs a little break. Uh, I will be doing a Best of Clips episode at the end of the year. Um, and that's pretty much it. I can't believe 2020 is almost over. Uh, I hope you guys are doing okay. As always, you can write me, tell me gmail.com or, you know, tweet at me. DM me, whatever. Just don't be weird. um At Larissa T or at Tell Me Anything Pod. Enjoy this episode with Lacey Mosley.
1: You can tell.
0: Hey guys, it's Teresa. You're listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. This is the podcast where comedians confess something they've never told anyone before. I'm really excited for my guest today. I just did her podcast. It's called Scam Goddess. She also plays Jayla on Florida
1: Girls, so you should check that out. Lazy Mosley, what's Hi, up? Hi, hey. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I'm also very comfortable. It's a good oh, temperature good. in here. Oh, good. I'm yes.
0: Glad. <laughs> yeah, It's a have been like trying to decorate my room, but uh, I've been here. Well, we just said this. But I've been here for. Almost a year and there's like stuff that I still haven't done. I want to get plants, but.
1: Oh, you're way ahead of me. I mean, <laughs> I've been, I have been—I got in my place in May and I, I hung up two photos, one of myself <laughs> above my bed and then one that my friend gave me and then there's no other decor Wait, of yourself yeah yeah i actually didn't even hang it i just propped it there um which uh recently at in a in a hookup it fell off uh yeah that's so funny in my mind which i'm imagining like the
0: cover of your podcast because it's like a like scam goddess, and get. it looks like it's like almost like a jesus painting yeah we went for the
1: iconography for that's sure but
0: having that i'm that's what i'm picturing over your bed just like oh no like, it's insane it's my fucking
1: headshot it's crazy <laughs> someone gifted it to me and that's then so i just fun. like i'm like, putting this above my bed and then my mirror is like in front of my bed so you can like see it when you're in the bed it's great so yeah that's
0: <laughs> i mean if, if some if your friends anyone i'm guessing anyone who's in your room likes you so that's like a good thing right like, oh no you. Oh. like
1: uh, uh a <laughs> mirror annoyed by it <laughs>
0: As pe- how people actually pointed it out. Oh, I was
1: dating someone who fully was like, take this down. <laughs> <laughs> he was a comedian too, though. He was like, this is weird. He was like, I can see you right now in front of me. And then I can also look in the mirror and see you and you above the bed looking at us. <laughs> I, I feel like, like that's like also really funny if
0: you're dating someone long term and like you're in a fight or something and they're mad at you because then it's like they come home and it's like, I'm watching you. Right. I do think that like more women get away with that. But I feel like if I went to a guy's house and he had a picture. Of oh, him, that would be I would insane. be like, you are crazy. I'm
1: getting out of here. Oh, people think I'm crazy for it. So <laughs> I'm like, eventually, I guess I'm, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I thought
0: about it, but I was like, no, I'm not going to stop. But someone gifted it to you. So that means somebody knew you so well. They're like, yeah,
1: she's going well, to was this. like from a show. And then they were like, you can have it. <laughs> and then it was like framed. So I was like, uh, you know, yeah, no,
0: own it. Um, well, i like to start with something good, a uh, good confession, just so we start on a positive note. Lacey, is there something good you want to confess?
1: Uh, something good that I want to confess? Um, I... I uh, recently got a new car and I'm really excited Ooh. about that. Um also very nervous because like I used to drive terribly. Like I didn't uh-huh. give a fuck. Like one time like a bus like sideswiped mm. me and tore my bumper off. Oh my god. And I had no idea the bumper was hanging off and I was like, oh, "No, kid, This is a piece of shit." Oh, no? So I just kept driving. And then I noticed people were staring at my car like just like flummoxed. Like just pure like everyone's mouth was a gape. And I was like, "Hmm, let me pull over and take a look." <laughs> and I took a look and like one side of my bumper was just dragging on the ground. Oh my god. Wait, the bus didn't stop. I think no. like the bus have It was it. the highway. And technically, it was probably my fault because I was trying to get over and I was trying to inch my way over and the mm. bus was like, nah, bitch, we, we going. Um, you I guess know. buses can just be like, sorry, because it's like, right. so they, big. They, they have a little care. number on the back, but I just, yeah. it was too quick. And I had so many dings and scratches on that car. Like, I would valet it sometimes, which was so embarrassing to me. And they would walk around and try to mark the car up. And I was like, look, my guy, you I'm going to come out here and be like, wait a minute. This scratch, among all the others, was not here before. Like, so funny. I don't care. Um, I I got hit. Uh, it was like a hit and run, but I wasn't in the car, and they took off my mirror oh, no. and then like just sat it on top of the car. Like I came out <gasps> of a restaurant and they just had sat my joint on top of the car. Like they
0: didn't have the bravery to leave their number, but they're like, well, I'll at least acknowledge that I did something. Right.
1: For all I know, it wasn't even that person who did it. But then <sighs> the funny thing was, I drove around with no side view mirror on my oh, driver's my God. side. <gasps> for wow. like almost a year. I just wow. went to the 99 cent store and got one of those little handheld mirrors and like taped <laughs> it like, hold it out. Taped it onto the side cuz there was still like a little skeleton of what was supposed oh my to be God. there. And then I got lucky. I, how is this luck? Um <laughs> I was parked on the street and the construction people side-swiped my car from top to bottom oh, on the driver's so side. Got that insurance so then I was like money. I know that was like pay for my mirror. Y'all yeah. broke my mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to pay for the whole thing. It was very That's funny. so funny. Yeah. But you got a new car. What yeah. kind of car? Because uh, I totaled that car. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> oh, God. I got a Mercedes, which is no. very Oh, yes. Very, we, yeah. I feel like we
0: were talking about this at, uh, where were we? Oh, at Binium's birthday. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, so it was just very nerve-wracking because now I drive, like, the most careful because mm-hmm. I'm like, it's my baby. I named Aww. it goddess. I care oh, about it name. so much. I almost got into a wreck last night, but it wasn't going to be my fault. Some car fucking tried to cut me off to make a turn. Like, imagine, like someone's in the left-hand lane you're in the uh-huh. right lane they try to cut you off to make a full-ass oh, turn in that. front of you and i was like where what, what? <laughs> i slammed on my brakes and thank god the brakes are good but i like, had a panic attack like <laughs> the other car stopped too because i think they realized like you're they up.
0: yeah people drive so shitty in LA and I think they know that like you yeah can t- and pe- sometimes people get aggressive and yell at you after they do something bad and I'm like that's because you are projecting
1: right oh I smile at people who yell at me yeah. in traffic and it makes them even angrier <laughs> I smile and wave yes yeah, <laughs> someone's like scream I think this was my fault or I like tried to
0: go in, in the middle lane and then this car was going really fast and tried to like just drive in it Mm -hmm. so technically we were both wrong but she uh, passed me and like her it was someone in the uh, driver's seat and someone in the passenger seat and the passenger seat woman like leaned out the window and like flipped me off and screamed like you can't drive and then I just smiled and was like I hope you have a good day right which is not the
1: response they want (laughs) they want to be met with aggression because they want to get the frustration out Mm -hmm. so it's so fun to just be like sorry yeah (laughs) I had a motorcycle try to do road rage to (gasps) me which I was like bruh you are on a motorcycle like if I just veer like your life is over what are you doing like, crazy. he followed me on the highway because i guess i cut him off but i really didn't because he was trying to go in between lanes and i'm like bro you gotta be careful when you're doing that like because mm-hmm. people are getting over on the freeway all the time um and he followed me for a few miles before i got off the exit just like cussing me out tapping on my window and i was like you it's are lucky i window? am saved because really i could just <laughs> let the steering wheel. i could just let it go because my car ain't had no good alignment <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops
0: oh my gosh yeah
1: so It's crazy how cars
0: are just killing machines that we get into every day. Every
1: day. They're way more dangerous than airplanes, yet every single time I get in an airplane, I'm like, please, God, (laughs) it's all in your hands. But then I get in the car and I'm like, I'm late. Step on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, that's the one that's going to kill me. Well, you have Uh, less
0: control, I think. Well, yeah. maybe that's not true, but I mean, I guess like you. Could, it
1: for sure is true. Yeah, but it I feels like driving it, the plane Yeah, you're
0: holding it, but the plane, the pilots are way better trained. Like you have yeah. to go through.
1: And on cocaine, <laughs> so you know everything's <laughs> gonna be okay. You know,
0: right? To stay awake they're and to very have fun. Focused. Yeah, they're focused and very yeah, fo- and to have fun. Yeah, and I, it's a
1: fun. I want my pilots to have fun. fun. Yeah i think that's why they all talk like all fake calm like that they've all established like <laughs> no one will know we're drunk if we just talk like this and it seems very calm
0: it's like, like when the uh what's it called the pa is off they're just like let me tell you why right. the government is i'm like oh my gosh yeah that's fu- you know when people say what is that when people say like you don't want to when work becomes there's like about creative stuff like you i don't know how to nope. voice this but you know like with comedy it's like oh what you don't want to feel like work yeah you do it for fun I'm just imagining a pilot saying that like any other profession it's just work. Right. Like nobody's like, well, piloting stopped being fun and felt like work.
1: But- <laughs> well, I guess it, I, I do know people who are passionate about flying and I have flown with some people like in their planes hmm. and um, they have a great time doing it. But then, yeah, when it's like you got to make a layover <laughs> and a stop and you got to. Yeah, I would imagine the fun is.
0: It's not so fun when people are yelling. Um, this podcast is sort of loosely inspired by therapy and sort of getting things off your chest. What's mm-hmm. your relationship with therapy?
1: Um, I went to therapy in college for a few years, and I need to get back into it now. It's, it's time for a tune-up. <laughs> Why do you feel, or just like LA in general? Just yeah, like- and I'm just really tired. Mm-hmm. It's like I got to find, I got to figure out what the tools are to maintain because uh-huh. it's only going to get worse, and right now I'm already like, you know, Hank, there's, like, this yeah. picture um, of Whitney Houston when she was, like, really, really bad on crack at the time. And it's, like, my friend's, like, how do you do it all? And it's, like, her, like, <laughs> cracked out. And I was, like, this is me. That's, that's like,
0: <laughs> but That's a good self-awareness, I feel like. Because um, that's very common for performers. And you're, like, doing so much and very successful mm-hmm. that people just assume like great so she figured it out
1: right and no I think we're all no one's figured anything out which is the big scam of life <laughs> um that we're all just pretending to know what the fuck we're doing which is fascinating because my mom had me at 21 and now I imagine like me having a kid uh-huh. at 21 and I'm like oh f- oh that kid would have been dead
0: <laughs> oh no 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 yeah, man yeah my parents got married at 25 I think and that felt really old when I was a child and now I'm like oh my god I'm like so happy I'm like there's so much I still want to do I don't want right. to be tied down and have a kid.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm like I'm like, thank you for doing so. But then also it is kinda nice because now my mom and i can like kiki and like mm-hmm. go get drinks and shit and like she's like we're not that far apart in age yeah which i'm kind of bummed about because now that i'm 28 i'm like when am i gonna have kids if ever and then <laughs> like i'm gonna be a old ass bitch you know <laughs> when they're in their 20s like you know stop. no because people are staying younger longer it's different that's true they mm-hmm. say if you live 50 years then you can live forever oh. i don't know who they is but i'm trying to believe that yeah Maybe not in this state of America. In this state of America, I'm like, you know, Jesus, you could just end, you could wrap this up. <laughs> I guess it's like once you get there, you figured out something. Well, it's supposed to be technology. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> in the next fifty years. Oh, like, it,
0: oh, to the next fifty years. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant if you just make it to fifty. Oh, like, okay. No. <laughs> I guess it means at that point you figured it out,
1: but. Oh no, no no no! Would you want to live forever? I mean. I don't remember anything before being alive and that I don't I don't <laughs> want to go back to that. I mean it was, you know, I mean I guess it was fine, but uh-huh. you know, it's hard to think that life is just this cruel torture of like you're alive and you exist and you want to stay alive <laughs> and then you're not anymore and then you just disappear and nothing happens like well, that sucks. If you put it that way, <laughs> it sounds really bleak. I mean, how are we supposed to know? Don't nobody come back and tell you? That's true. We it, all hope, but none of us truly know. No one knows.
0: Yeah. But then I think when I'm tired, I'm like, okay, at least it's temp- like, I, I'm like, I want to be alive. I'm happy to be here. But then right. I, there's something nice about like, okay, there's like a beginning and middle and end. And then hopefully I'll have an arc and right. accomplish things and then it'll be over. But the idea of like, if we all live forever, I don't know if I'd get more done or less done.
1: I might get less. Done. Oh, I get less done. And I think yeah. I would enjoy that. I uh-huh. think there's such, there's the urge life, you know, death makes us have urgency so it's like we gotta get these things done we gotta i gotta make moves i gotta get this before i'm 30 i gotta get this before i'm 40 you know what i mean uh yeah. but if you just live forever you'd be like i yeah, mean, i'll do what it makes me happy today a little bit that's true that's a nice way of putting it right i feel like it would kind of end a little bit of greed because greed is yeah. also about amassing things quickly you know you're trying to make a stature mm-hmm. for yourself and your family like but
0: if you knew you were gonna
1: live forever, I could also
0: see people hoarding a lot more. Just like that's true. I gotta keep because I need it because I'm gonna live yeah, forever. Yeah, because I'm just never gonna die. Yeah, we that's ha- true. Need so much food. That's very true. Hmm. Um, uh, when you get like overwhelmed, do you have like coping mechanisms, or what
1: do you usually do to kind of uh, relax? no? I go to the hospital for panic attacks. I don't like you get really I'm, bad panic. Yeah, attacks. I'm not great with that. I have really bad panic disorder. So. Um, that's the thing that i was like yeah i'm gonna go back to therapy just Mm because like uh i wait until things have gotten too far Mm. to be like oh (laughs) i wait until the water is like over my scalp and i'm like oh i'm (laughs) drowning like i should have noticed way before (laughs) when there was water right when it was at my ankles maybe (laughs) or you know maybe my chest but no it's like fully above my head and i'm like, Oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> like So, um, yeah, I, I, working out is helpful. Meditating is helpful. I like to listen to rain sounds. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So there's things that I'm doing. It's just more about like consistently doing them. Yeah. It's what you what you said before
0: about getting the tools. I like that yeah. because I kind of think of it going to therapy and um, getting treatment that way, too, because. It's not like there's anything wrong. It's just like sometimes I'll go about my life. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling like I'm coming up on the same problem over and over. Right. It's not that I'm wrong 100% or that people are wrong 100%. It's just that like I clearly don't have the tools to be like solving this, like right. communication or whatever. So then I'll work on that in therapy and then it's cool. It's cool. It feels like, a, it's like, it feels like working out your brain almost. Yeah. Your EQ. And
1: yeah. then remembering those things in the times of stress. Yeah. And like, there's definitely certain phrases and things that I've learned that I will repeat to myself when I see, when the same situation uh-huh. comes up again so that I don't make the same decisions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just went to EMDR, this is a full disclosure, like right before this, which is, um, do you know what it is? I've told my listeners this, but it's, it's like this therapy that it's, um, they use like rapid eye movement and it's like trauma therapy. It's very intense. I'm good now, but it was like so intense. I went this morning and it was the first time doing it where I like got nauseous and oh, wow. i asked about it cuz i was like is this normal and the psychotherapist was like it doesn't happen a lot but it might be that your body is like remembering a panic attack and that's why so i was like that's so crazy that your body can just remember how something feels and just be like okay cool you're going to throw up now <laughs> wow but yeah it's i didn't like, throw up but like- i felt i felt it and then i was like Something's going on. I'm not sick and How are you know. your eyes moving rapidly? So the idea is like kind of mimicking um like REM almost. Yeah. I feel, and also for the record I'm not a professional so I might be saying things wrong. This is my understanding of what okay. I've been told by other people who know more than me. Um but it's sort of like when you dream you process your day and your memories and certain memories don't get processed because of trauma or whatever and so they stay in your body. So this therapy tries to like recreate processing and force that to like process.
1: Huh. So what are you doing? You looking at something? Are you? No.
0: And uh, you're actually just kind of letting your brain go. So the one I do, I think they've basically created these tools that mimic the eye movement, but it's with your hands. This sounds like insane. I know. But there are these things that vibrate in your hands. And the whole idea is like trying to transfer left, right brain. So the reason your eyes move fast is because it's kind of moving things from one brain, one side of the brain to the other. Hmm. So um, these like vibrating things mimic that. So you don't have to actually do the eye thing.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not just in there. No, just I'm not like, to, like, it's not. I'm not look having like, a, a lot. No.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's what I, I know. It, that's what I thought it was when I, it was explained to me. But you just hold these things. You close your eyes and you let your brain go. And then the therapist will sort of like guide you. It kind of feels meditative, mm-hmm. but with more crying. So.
1: <laughs> yo that sounds yeah, good yeah. maybe i should try that
0: if you want i mean it took me a long time to start it it's kind of you have to like i don't know i i was like really like afraid of it because i what it sounded to me was like it just sounds so crazy but i talked to people who did it and everybody it's a good thing and i think right uh, that's how really is yeah. like
1: that acupuncture yeah, yeah, yeah. reiki <laughs> have you done Reiki? i haven't done reiki I'm yet. so curious about it i know i do want to do it uh, I want to do Reiki and I want to sound bad. I'm just going to do all the things. I have floated. That mm. was fascinating. It, oh, in like a chamber? In a pod, yeah. Like... It wow. felt very futuristic. I did it in Santa Monica. You go into this like really beautiful, like very mm-hmm. pristine room and there's a shower and you shower mm-hmm. and then you get into like over a thousand pounds of Epsom salt and water. And um, <laughs> this is D.M.I. <laughs> This is so TMI, but I don't even care. I had had like uh-huh. a little bit of a painful bowel movement before, oh, no. so then like my booty was burning. Oh, uh-huh. I was in Oh, ouch! Oh, no. <laughs> so that was the only thing that was kind of bad about it. Was, like my booty was <gasps> burning a little bit, and I was like, "This is." I don't <laughs> like that my booty is burning right now but um, it's true it's nice and are you and underwater after or, you're, no you're, you're floating, floating on top because like the Epsom okay. salt keeps you afloat Whoa. and then you close the pod and then there is music and it's kind of just like serene and very neutral but you can turn it off there is light and it's like kind of like bluish purpley but Whoa. you can also turn it off so when I started I had the lights on I had the music on and then slowly like I turned the music off and then uh-huh. I turned the lights off and then I just floated in complete darkness for like 45 minutes wow what does that feel like um you're super buoyant you do kind of move around and you and, and as you close your eyes you start to feel like the pot is bigger than what it is so there were moments where i was like touching the side like okay <laughs> there is a side because <laughs> uh, you're floating around and kind of like spinning around in a circle because there's enough room for like your whole body at least maybe i'm just super short to like spin <laughs> Brian, around in no. a complete circle <laughs> um but i don't know it kind of felt like death and that was kind of cool Like to like what I expected you to say. (laughs) Like I need I need to make peace with that and I Mm -hmm. haven't. So like I like ways to explore it and kind Mm -hmm. of like find myself making peace with it. Um and I just I thought a lot about my family. I thought about my life about things that I wanted. Like my brain just kind of wandered. Oh cool. Yeah. And then uh, not all of it was deep. Sometimes it was just like (laughs) grilled cheese. Like I don't know. Like and then I would go back into like mortality. Like you know Uh what I mean. So. But it was really cool.
0: Oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah.
1: I want to do all the things
0: too. I feel like if I did Reiki and I didn't have a crazy reaction, I'd be disappointed. But that's yeah. also why I'm afraid of it. Because I'm like, I don't know. Well, I, mean, I don't want to say if it's real or not. Something happens to people when they do it. Right. But uh, I don't know if like spirits are moving inside you. But um, yeah, because no
1: one touches you. they just yeah. like on top, like like around you, yeah. like doing the things. <laughs> I'm like snapping my fingers, but that's like not what they do. Um, but Yeah. I, I, I'm, on, I'm on the same boat as you, but I am going to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if there's placebo effect, like uh, Ouija
1: boards. Right. And that's all I need. Yeah, like, honestly, works. I don't care if anything, if it's working, it's working. True. If someone just gave me fake pills and was like, these <laughs> will stop your back pain and my back pain stopped, I would yeah. be like, oh, it's yes, give me more of those fake yeah, pills. that's true.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, well, speaking of uh, truth, Lazy, <laughs> is there anything you'd like to tell me?
1: Okay. Um, so... Coming up um, as an actor, I had a lot of help from my parents. Um, And I like to say that because I think that people are always like, oh, you know, how did you become so successful? Blah, blah, blah. Like, this is a very hard industry to do if you Mm -hmm. don't have anyone financially supporting you in Mm -hmm. the beginning because it's very expensive. It's very time consuming. And if you're tired and you're not, educated and you haven't had the time to like put in the hours mm-hmm. then it just makes it so much longer for you know it to start working for you so i had a lot of support oh, okay. um but so my parents paid my rent when i lived in new york city but i paid for like all my acting classes and i paid all my expenses expenses outside of that when did you so, live in new york i lived there from 2013 to 2015 oh okay cool yeah Right, right the, out of two school? years yeah right out of college and i was like two years i'm out but um <laughs> i went to college on the east coast so all my friends lived on the east coast so I was yeah. like, I'm gonna go to New York to start acting. Uh, mistake. I was there <laughs> for eight years, but I went to college there. And oh, okay, that I did love sense. it, but it,
0: yeah, but you know, you know, the highs yeah. are high, the lows are so
1: low. Ooh, there's a, there's not a lower low uh-huh. in the country than a New York <laughs> low, and that city will beat your ass. Yeah. You be like, what did I do to you, New York? I, yeah. what did I do? And then, and then, and then the sky opened up and it will start raining on your <laughs> sad ass. So like. that's, yeah, that's a very
0: New York thing. Is like the. At your lowest moment, something will happen. Like someone will spit on you, or a bird will poop right. on you.
1: Like to just be like, tear on top, will run next to you and throw yeah. a puddle on you. You always see that in movies, but that yeah. shit it really happens. And,
0: and nobody cares because everybody's also having a bad
1: day. Right. Everybody so, else yeah. is sad and bad. <laughs> yeah. um, I do miss the aggression. I do miss being able to just be mad whenever uh-huh. I wanted to. But I. Uh, but yeah, like the, it was just it was it was hard. Everything uh-huh. about it. You get up. It's hard. You get on the sidewalk. Uh-huh. Hard. You're immediately tired. Get on the train, run up them steps. Hard. <laughs> you know Yeah. Hard. Nothing worse mm-hmm. than seeing your train drive by. <laughs> uh, like, you get on the train. Everybody on the train crazy very mm-hmm. hard then they got the little and then it's showtime and, then, and <laughs> that's like, right it's showt- i've gotten kicked before by showtime of course you have <laughs> we all have
0: and like there's nothing worse than showtime well the, i feel like um, if you guys don't live in new york showtime is like the performers on the subway and they're actually a lot of them are good but yeah. mostly teenagers who don't care about your personal
1: space and they make a lot of money they make They do. i yeah. i saw some showtimers arguing because they missed a prime time train oh, is what they called damn. it and they were like bro you just cost me six hundred dollars guys what? like well, I wasn't you out here, cause we don't miss the train? Yeah, six hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I've,
0: I've I've given money when I was new in New York, right. but then you just learn to ignore them. But but it's like I remember seeing them like kicking and being like someone's. I get hurt? But then being like, no, they know what they're doing. And then I got kicked, and I'm like, okay, so they just kick, and that's okay. Like they're not yeah. like they're not good at avoiding you. They just kick you. <laughs> no,
1: they just. Yeah, yeah. You thought the whole time like, no, they're professionals. Yeah, they doing know this what they <laughs> They won't kick me. They were like, no, we just be kicking people. <laughs> people get kicked sometimes during yeah. the show.
0: It's like uh, a what? Uh, what's that? Splash zone in the water world.
1: Yeah, you were in the split the King zone. <laughs> I don't want to be in the King yeah, zone that's, during That's yeah, really on me. And also it's just like the sh- trains are crowded. We mm-hmm. are tired. We're standing and you want a pole dance on the train. <laughs> and I get it. Tourists love it. They come in and they're yeah. like, This is New York City. I prefer the the musicians and the uh, singers who do Mm -hmm. it on the platform. Then you get a nice little music in your day or maybe Uh bad music. Uh, Who cares? (laughs) And um, I also know a person who paid their rent that way, who literally would like open a guitar case and that's how she paid her rent full time. I mean,
0: yeah, so many people in the subway, if you're any, if you're decent at all, like even if someone gives you like, a dollar but a hundred people walk by that's a hundred dollars
1: and she said the scam is is that you have to put enough money in the guitar case that it Mm. looks like people are donating but not too much that people think that you are good (laughs) So she would do, like, like maybe, like, three crumpled ones and uh, one $5 bill. So people knew, like, you can, you give, can give more, more one, yeah. <laughs> But also, I only have $8, you know? Oh, that's so funny. Right. So that was an interesting uh, finesse to learn. But, yeah, so that city is just super hard to live in. Yeah. But the confession is, is that I used to work. Oh, my God. I would take any i was i learned after a while i was like i'm college educated i can go work in like an expensive place mm-hmm. so then i started waiting tables for like paul mccartney oh, but wow. before that i was working at this place called karma lounge on first avenue and uh, i know karma i y'all, i knew you was area. one of my
0: first open mics
1: yeah yeah that's where i met naomi mm-hmm. forever ago she doesn't remember that she only remembers me from <laughs> la but i was like no nope, we met at karma uh, <laughs> where i meet all of my stand-up friends um i used to bartend foot fetish parties Oh my god. <laughs> At Karma? Yeah. They had
0: those? Yes, yeah, so on Tuesdays, honey. No wonder the comedy nights weren't that successful. No. <laughs> if you're competing with foot fetish parties, I hey, mean They were competing
1: <laughs> with foot fetish parties. Um that's my confession. Um I did it for a while. Uh mm-hmm. I never got my foot out. Uh-huh. <laughs> But were you asked to? Uh, Sometimes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But I would be behind the bar, so I'd be providing the libations for the uh, foot fellows and foot gals. Uh Um, I don't even, is that
0: an official term? No. No. Okay. Because you know, furries have their own language. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if foot foot pals.
1: No, no. I don't think that they do have their, they have to have their own language. Mm. Uh, I was really proud the day that I got a wiki feed, that someone (gasps) made a wiki feed for me. I was (laughs) like, I made it. Uh and I was surprised at how many pictures of my feet were on the internet (laughs) and I was also very happy that I always had a manicure uh or pedicure so yeah Uh but um, I I didn't work in the foot sex industry but I saw a lot of it uh, Mm. just from bartending and like this was a place like kind of adjacent to coyote ugly i mean we didn't dance on yeah, bars right. or anything like that but coyote ugly was literally down the street i used to live us. like basically right there like on first and well it was on first and 12th but i would walk yeah. By that yeah oh yeah you were by yeah all of that our the weed emporium uh-huh, district uh-huh. all that shit <laughs> i loved i love those streets um but yeah so they how it would work was on i think it was like on tuesday nights i can't even remember what night but at a certain time, like, because, you know, downstairs is where the stand-up would happen. Mm-hmm. So, at a certain time, like, the women would start coming in, um, and then they would put up these partitions. So, I don't, they was probably in there fucking. I, to be quite honest, huh. I do not know. But just the feet? Maybe just the feet. <laughs> maybe just the tip, child. I don't oh, know. God. I truly don't know. I cannot tell you. Um, How was it connected to the
0: bar? I mean, such a specific, was the owner or something involved in this or just one day you, cause you were bartending just regular days. And then yeah. all of a sudden they're like, by the way, this is what, what we do here. They didn't
1: even tell me the first time that it happened. They were like, you're downstairs tonight. And I just, they didn't give you a warning at all. No. Oh and God. then I went down there and then the people, the ladies started arriving. The partitions started to go up. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess it's what we're doing. today." You know, Hey, that place, they paid me in cash. So I don't ask no questions. <laughs> a lot of that cash has probably touched feet. Everyone's cash has touched feet. You know <laughs> I don't I, I don't keep cash away from my face. I wash uh-huh, my hands uh-huh. when I have cash because cash is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> cash is very nasty. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so they um they would come, they put up the partitions and they start the party and um sometimes there would be a DJ, but other times not, which was more weird because it would just be kind Silence. of like sometimes silence and sometimes like low playing like definitely someone's pandora playlist maybe with, with ads. commercials oh my yeah. god that's so funny imagine an ad while you, your foot's getting un- like more unsexy jacked on <laughs> like oh do you god. like casper mattresses <laughs> somebody's just jacking Use your my foot. promo code <laughs> right um yeah, so that was an interesting time in my life because I did that job and I also worked for another place that was uh, definitely a definitely a Russian mob front. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was never on the books. They would give me like a forty dollar a night pay, but we would always make like five hundred bucks. Um, and there was oh, four bartenders. Um, I don't want to say too much. you are gonna right, figure together. out what the place is. I'll tell you though. I feel afterwards. like I might know, but I don't. Maybe not. Do you know that place? Oh. oh. I'll, I'll tell you t- later. I'll yeah. tell you later. Okay. Um <laughs> I tried to whisper off yeah, my Yeah yeah. Um no, yeah, but it was like underground and mm-hmm. um just so many people would come in every night and we made so much money, but it definitely was like a drug front. Up front. Mm-hmm. Because they had a lot of weird rules about cash. So we had so oh. most of the time people were paying in cash, which is like a super easy gotcha. way to like launder money. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I worked at um a ten cent
0: wing place um called Croxleys when I was in New York. And I never thought to just work at a nicer, more expensive place. I was like, I love wings. This will be fun. I'm like, <laughs> you're not going to
1: make tips <laughs> off of ten cent wings. And it was just like, right? Because yeah. the the kind of people also who are going there are not the kind of people who like it's just to. The tip. bills
0: are not going to be high. Yeah, because are going. They're going in to save money. But then we would have these two drink minimums. But everyone was mad at them. Like nobody's happy yep. to have to because if you walk in you're like i'm gonna spend one dollar for 10 weeks and then right. you have to buy two drinks you're ma- already mad
1: <laughs> and it's exactly like, you feel like you're being on scammed me. yeah yeah it, it is exactly. a scam but whatever but i mean it's a good scam T- two drinks that's like yeah. a very low minimum like right. you shouldn't be like that mad about that <laughs> yeah that place like was crazy though i got a cigarette burn there that i still have at uh, the mafia place right wow. here yeah. no this isn't from the mafia place this is from karma oh okay because you know you can smoke in there, right? huh And some crazy guy one night was, like, smoking and waving a cigarette around and, like, burned my arm. <gasps> and we were so crazy. Half the time we were drunk. Uh-huh. Um, it's... <sighs> You got a New York restaurants and, and bars. bars yeah. Everyone's just taking shots of Jameson all mm-hmm. goddamn day, which is the reason I got out of bartending because I was like, I don't want to be drinking this much. I'm a die. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got into serving because it was like you don't have the access to the liquor and no one, and it also people aren't trying to buy you shots as a server really. Right. And uh, that was a little bit more wholesome. But yeah, this guy burnt me with a cigarette. And what was crazy was. Is I went to go get a. At a foot party? uh, Not at a foot party, though. (laughs) This was at a regular night. And I went and got the bouncer, and he was like, No, no, please, I'll do anything this day. I'm so sorry. And I was like, Open your wallet. And I took Uh all the cash out of this wallet. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He had like 130 bucks. I was like, I was like, Okay, <laughs> you could stay, <laughs> but like that was the kind of person New York had turned me into. Yeah, I get a cigarette burn instead of kicking you out. I'm like, open give me money. your wallet. <laughs> Not even give me money. I was like, he was super drunk. I was like, open your wallet. Uh, so I want to see how much money you have, yeah. and I'm gonna take it all. <laughs> But that's so shitty. I mean, like,
0: yeah. I feel like people in New York are just like that. You're, you meet so many strangers every day. Yeah. So you're just used to being like, well, I hurt you, whatever. Yeah. Like, so there's like no sort of like.
1: Oh, that's the absolute decency. way yeah. of it. I had a, I remember the train doors opened once, and a white man got like a couple inches away from my face and screamed "nigger" at me.
0: Oh my god. And. Wait, I think I heard you say that yeah. on your podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Post- then, and, yeah, and then I went about my day. <sighs> like I wasn't even traumatized. Yeah. yeah. I said that on my podcast. I was like, oh, I, I got places to be i'm mm-hmm. late like you're <laughs> <laughs> like i truly remember my next <sighs> thought being like i can't get an egg and cheese if i'm late <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: i want breakfast damn <laughs> oh, i'm sorry yeah it's like your tolerance goes so high oh
1: your tolerance for trauma Mm -hmm. like skyrockets the things you see in new york every day that's the thing the people the people hurting people you know the bystander effect i feel like it's just like exponential in new york where you see something bad happening and you don't stop it or you don't call the cops because you're like somebody else well there's so many people in the city right and we have to be those people that's true yeah I, Yeah. I, i like visiting but I couldn't live there unless I was just like Mariah Carey Rich where like yeah. I my ear, my skin doesn't have to touch the air if I don't, if I don't want it to ever. Uh, like a bubble boy. No, <laughs> yeah. I want
0: to be rich. If I, I lived in New York, I want to just be rich enough not to have to take the subway. Because I mean, there's nothing wrong That's with the subway. I take the subway rich. a lot. But like <laughs> I want to have the always have the option not to. Yeah. Like have a driver. Because sometimes it is yeah.
1: faster to get on the train. And so you'll see celebs on the train just because it's mm-hmm. like faster. But it is like a driver is nice i think that's the way to do new york (laughs) it's just so damn dirty and it (laughs) smells so bad it does everywhere there's a lot of trash there like thank god for the hot dog carts because they're like you know you get like straight (laughs) ass smell and then you get hot dog smell i'd take the hot dog smell over (laughs) the ass smell any day or the
0: peanut carts the peanuts don't taste good but they smell very good they smell so good i I feel like they use perfume because I, i one time like caved and bought one i was like these don't taste good no. But they smell so and they're good. they're usually dry. Mm. Like, yeah, it's like
1: they have some kind of incense that just smells like cinnamon. Yeah. And it's like an <laughs> overwhelming cinnamon buttery smell. Yeah. It's good, though. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, wait, uh, I want to hear more about the your karma job. Yeah. So you, because this is a thing that happened regularly, yeah. the foot parties. Yeah. Were they regulars that always went, or was it always, like, like as a mixer type of thing?
1: It was a mixer type of thing. There were some people who came every week, and then, obviously, the foot girls. Sometimes the foot girls rotated, but for the most part, they oh, were. Oh, so it was, like,
0: kind of, like, a hostess situation, or...?
1: I'm not sure. There was one main foot lady who ran it. And then, like, sometimes the girls would be new, sometimes the girls. Because I guess, like, you don't want to come to the foot party see the same old ten toes, you know? <laughs> like, I saw these feet last week. So. So, so, mostly
0: men would come and then, like, interact with the women? Yes. Okay. So,
1: some men would just, like, have a drink and talk to some of the foot ladies. And then some men would pay them in cash and they would go behind a partition gotcha. um, and get the feet out and whatever else. Oh, so, when,
0: without the cash, they're just talking without seeing the feet? yes so all the feet are covered yeah
1: mm-hmm. so so you just have to be like i like
0: your personality yeah
1: let's see what your feet are like yeah wow so i guess that's just like any brothel well no i guess, I guess so. sometimes the brothels the girls are naked but sometimes they're clothed. so i feel like it's just like because like, you don't want to get a foot up for free i get that. no that
0: makes sense but then i because i'm like what would a foot party look like i was envisioning like a lot of feet but it's almost the opposite because that's what everybody wants yeah the feet are covered
1: yeah no you can't get your little a high for free no you have <laughs> to pay for these these toes so they so yeah they would talk and mingle and kind of chat and sometimes they'd be sitting down sometimes when they were sitting down on benches and stuff some mm-hmm. women would take their feet out in public but like they would be on a bench like kind of sequestered with like uh-huh. one guy it's kind of like um, kind of like getting a dance in a corner yeah exactly but still kind of being in public <laughs> at the at the at the strip club it's it's pretty much like that so they, but that always disturbed me because i was like, okay, well, if they're getting their feet out on the couch, then what is going on behind the <laughs> partition? <potentially? laughs> right. Oh my God. I thought that they was getting their feet out behind <laughs> the curtain. So now I'm like, what is happening behind this curtain? And I never truly knew because I think I was I was young and I was kind of afraid to look. But I yeah. had my suspicions because mm-hmm. you know No, there's
0: definitely they're definitely jerking it. Yeah. Right? There's something with the feet? For sure. I think so. Or foot's out and some.
1: St- There's probably a dick out. Yeah, yeah, dick is Mm -hmm. out. (laughs) And that wouldn't be the first time dick was out at Karma. (laughs) That would not be the first time dick was out at Karma. I saw man's dicks at that, at that, just out in the bar. (sighs) Where did I see a man's dick
0: there? (laughs) I can't even remember. Am I traumatized? Um, I imagine every New York bar has like people have had sex in i've never had sex in a bar bathroom but i feel like it must happen at every oh bar. yeah it
1: happens a lot sometimes yeah. like the bouncers would open the doors and be like "We got to get out of here and then that's how i saw the dick it was because people were doing cocaine on it on the and the yeah and they okay <laughs> in the bar cool yes and then Normal. they got caught by the bouncer and the bouncer was kicking him out but he still had his dick out he let him put his dick <laughs> oh away God. he let him put his Jeez. dick away well yeah because it
0: has to be hard to do a line yeah, off yeah so that's a lot of pressure what if like you lose your boner and everyone's waiting and then off. <laughs> you
1: everybody's experience bro <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird flex. Like, I truly will never understand that flex. Um, Nor do I want to be a part of it. That sounds terrible. I don't think so. Um, (laughs) So yeah but they kicked him out and that's how i saw a dick because i was like how did i see a dick there but i know i saw a dick yeah, who um, is that for it must be for the man because i'm like i i like i'm never like you know what would man. make
0: this cocaine better if it smelled like dick like
1: what oh, wh- why god <laughs> why i have to smell a dick and also smell <laughs> cocaine at the same time in a sweaty bar so you know the dick is not fresh you know what i mean it's not freshly showered yeah peen. no um i th- you know i think maybe one of the throws is like so Pam Greer talked about this. Like, mm-hmm. Pam Greer, this is kind of sad, but she can't have children because Richard Pryor used to put cocaine on his penis before he would have sex mm. with her. And then, like, he did it so much that it, like, messed <gasps> up her cervix. Damn. Yeah. So I guess it. it like, makes him feel good. Yeah. I think it's, like, you can gotcha. last longer in whatever physical activities you plan to be doing after people do cocaine on your penis. Damn, uh-huh. I never
0: even realized that. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, just work out and don't right They'd be healthy then your dick will be hard all the time and
1: yeah i don't know masturbate more so you can last longer yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Put <laughs> cocaine on your penis that's crazy <sighs> that's Like It's drugs up yeah uh, man wow but yeah so the 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 foot and like the foot parties will last maybe like two or three hours mm-hmm. um and i made decent money doing them so i kept doing them people like tipped you for being yeah, yeah, and and only a couple times were people like, oh, would you? Would you? And I was like, no, I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I just behind the bar. My feet are behind the bar. I'm curious they how much the women made to be at the party. I know like, they it. must have been they making like decent money because they continue to do so.
0: Because even like online, I'm sure now it's like so, like it's pretty widespread. But like any you know performer, mostly women, have. Uh, who are online have been messaged at some point about, like, feet pictures, I feel like. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I had a friend who... She was just, like, kind of toying... Not actually wanting to do it, but just thought it'd be funny to message this guy. And I think he offered, like, 500 or something. So for one photo, 500, like, a night? I'm sure they're making...
1: Good money. Also, I'm like, for five hundred dollars, sure. You can have all the pics of my toes you want. Like, I don't care about that. What if also my foot surfaced on the internet? <laughs>
0: and I don't know. It's definitely something about the intention that makes me feel weirded out. Oh,
1: I don't care what they're doing. Because they're doing so. it anyway. Like men are doing it. Men are That's true. jerking it to everything.
0: whenever yeah. they want.
1: Mm. Mrs. Butterworth is getting jerked too. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, like, what are we gonna do?
0: Right. I guess it is like if uh I think people who go to those par- parties are probably way more upfront and honest and yeah. will probably tip well because they're like I'm willing to admit I like this thing. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just like whatever. Exactly. Just they just realize fine. it's a kink and they're like I'm going to go to this party, pay money to be here and um that's cool. They're like yeah. so
1: self-aware. And that's like a great transactional thing. Yeah. And and I really admire the women who do sex work because Mm -hmm. it just that I I don't have the brain for it. Someone said (laughs) a sex worker once said, I follow like a sex worker blog. Mm -hmm. Um, And a sex worker once said – because, like, women are always kind of joking about it. Like, oh, you know, if I'm too broke, I'm going to have to, you know, go out and blah, blah, blah. And so this woman responded, and she was like, if you actually wanted to be a sex worker, you think about going onto a Greyhound bus and thinking about fucking everyone who's on that bus. Oh, my God. Like, obviously, you have – your consent, and sometimes that's violated, and that's fucked up. But like, well, yeah, because like that's business. the kind of people yeah. like you can't be like, oh, you're not hot. I'm not gonna like mm-hmm. take your money for this the service. So it's just it's like, transactional. Yeah, it's yeah. transactional. So it's just like so many nasties out there that, that just look, mad yeah. you know what I mean. Like I don't mean like if you pay for sex uh, and you know services, that's your business. I'm not judging right. that. But there's a lot of people out here that I would never fuck. Yes.
0: And yeah the, i know what you mean well if yeah. i was in the
1: business you know i would yeah I, that would be hard
0: yeah and also well so there's also that but then the other part of me that's insecure is like if you're a business people will um judge and you? review you yeah yeah, <laughs> you like, want yeah. no i'm like i don't want to have sex with someone and then have them be like mm, three stars like i <laughs> no <laughs> keep it to yourself but like you're entitled to if you're paying for it right so i'm like i don't have the like my ego would be so bruised like i would be like i'm not i don't want to have sex ever like just hearing
1: some i the opinions very different <laughs> philosophies on this i'm like i'm not fucking these nasties and you're like i don't want people to leave me a bad review what if the product's not good how will i know <laughs> yeah don't have to
0: give them a rebate can you imagine discounting your sex like oh ugh.
1: No. no the next handy's on me <laughs> no. no 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 yeah i mean i truly don't know all the intricacies of it i that's which is why i kind of like follow blogs and mm-hmm. stuff because i'm very fascinated by it but um it, it, so i imagine these foot women like that's mm-hmm. you know you probably don't want to get them toes up to everybody either like right. and i mean you can always choose for, for sure but i'm sure yeah. at a certain point it's like if you're it's just like acting it's just like acting oh um it's <laughs> for too long it was just like acting. It's still kind of is and we're trying to make that better but like sometimes you take a job an acting Mm -hmm. job that you don't fucking believe in that you're just like this is some trash Mm -hmm. you know and i'll never tell you which ones they are but i have done (laughs) them and i'm like oh i hope no one ever sees this but it's like i need the money right now or like you know what i mean so like this is my business so sometimes i'm gonna have to i don't do anything that's gonna compromise my integrity but i have done things that i I didn't like yeah yeah so then it's like i think that's also the same thing with the foot ladies it's like uh you know this doesn't compromise my integrity or my consent but i don't want to show my foot to you nasty but here you go, you know. Like I'm sure there was a bit of that happening yeah, as well.
0: That's true. I um used to go go dance, um which is not sex work, but I feel like it was tangential because some of the you have a great like, body. I could totally see. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, this <laughs> was, when I was much younger in college. It like it paid pretty good, but it was like I danced, so it was nice because you can. It's so was easy. it at the nightclub. No, I didn't you get paid more at nightclubs, I never got there. I danced at uh, two bars, like a New Orleans-themed bar in the Lower East Side and then one, like, pirate-themed bar <laughs> in the West Village. <laughs> Were you yeah. wearing costumes? Uh, the New Orleans one, yes. It was, like, pin-up girl style, so oh, they yeah, had I mean, costumes. Yeah, I would, like, curl my hair and wear these costumes. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah, that sounds so fun to me. Yeah, and it's easy because you're just freestyling yeah. and people tip you and you get, paid, um, you get paid for your set, so you don't have to work for tips but I do feel like a lot of uh it was like some of the dancers also were like sex workers which I was like, oh, I admire that because you are able to A make way more money and like really be in control of that. Yeah. For me, it was just like I couldn't handle the late hours as a full time thing. So it was very much like a thing I the did. The reasons
1: <laughs> that you're not into sex work are very funny to me. It's so, very different. It was just the like, hours. Like I really enjoy my sleep I'm and very it's really practical a nighttime thing. I was like, Yeah, Can I, I would do a
0: nine to five it? sex yeah. job. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> eight to ten? No. <laughs> <eight> to,
0: yeah. <laughs> two hours of the evening. Can you imagine like resket like someone's like, all right? Like, let's meet up at two for whatever. Two kind of p.m. Active. Yeah. Two right. No, and then I'm like, um, can you actually do earlier? <laughs>
1: can you do earlier than two a.m.? How about eleven a.m.? So I have to do a <laughs> podcast. Do you mind re- <laughs> rescheduling your reschedule? sex with me? Oh, and then yeah, what if you got to reschedule? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I got an
0: audition. Hey, I got an audition. Can we have <laughs> sex after? <laughs> Depending on if it goes well or not. <laughs> yeah, true. Because if you want, unless you want tears. um,
1: unless you're to happen, yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's like that would be very difficult um yeah but I really I really do admire it and like they they were nice ladies they were all very like super sweet and very fun and Mm -hmm. like they really didn't like drink much it wasn't them drinking it was like the the more the the johns were there ever women that came
0: as customers
1: for the feed thing not that I remember not really no not that I remember uh, mostly just a girl. And and uh, they, they dressed very interesting, too. Like, the, sometimes there would be themes, and they mm. would be like, I don't know. I just remember a boa. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, so maybe there weren't themes. I don't want to, like, <laughs> I feel like a revisionist history, like, I'm like Lady Gaga right now, like, making up this, like, uh-huh. extravagant tale. But uh, there were boas. I do remember okay. a time where someone had on a boa. Um I, the, i'm piecing this together in my mind because it's so it was seven years ago so right like, and then
0: sometimes new york just like all blends together and you yeah just get moments of it yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah. definitely i why i remember the partition so vividly i don't know <laughs> it is the thing that really sticks in my mind but karma used to have all different types of things so like obviously yeah. they had a stand-up night and Did they, they also for
0: less too uh Maybe not that i remember then. no i'm thinking of the box
1: you think of the box the box had like real hard yeah yeah they would do burlesque with the box where they would like squirt stuff on you oh, people like stuck plants up their
0: vaginas yeah, but, yeah. and people
1: peed on stage yeah. and that place was <laughs> wild but that's the thing about new york is, is like you can always be pushing the envelope because that's like what people want like people yeah. aren't shocked by anything so it's like if you do anything that pushes the envelope people are like yes Right. That's what they want. They're like, I need to feel again. I'm numb. (laughs) Right. That's literally what it is. Can I feel something? (laughs) Uh, I'll watch this man urinate on stage. I I feel
0: like there has to be just people who do open mics because they like to be humiliated, like not like serious comedians. But in New York, there's so many like comics that aren't actual comedians. You know, people who are like, I do mics and that's my thing. And I feel like what they like is to be embarrassed because that's a fetish.
1: I think I would agree with that. Yeah. Also, they probably just like talking and people having to listen to (laughs) them. People having to. Oh, God. That's the worst type, though.
0: (laughs) truly Find a therapist.
1: (laughs) Those are the worst. And that's what they're doing, too. They're usually up there, like, disclosing their personal information and, like, complaining mostly about women Mm -hmm. and being crazy. There's a few of them. I've only ran into a few of those out here in L.A., but I like to do, like, a uh, Bert's back room and they um, oh yeah sometimes there'll be a rando there who is just like just ranting
0: yeah like you're so angry I'm s- I almost don't want to leave because I'm scared what you're gonna do when you leave here <laughs> like, right I need to leave Too much anger. You
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need a 10 minute head start uh-huh. <laughs> uh, to ensure you don't know where I'm going <laughs> yeah you do definitely see those people but yeah so they had that night and then they had um, a night that I like to bartend as well um, the the it was like, what's the proper term for this? It was like a dance hall party. Okay. So if you know anything About dance hall culture It's mm-hmm. like really Really raunchy It's mm-hmm. like a lot of grinding Everyone's mm-hmm. super sweaty A lot of simulated sex Perhaps actual sex <laughs> um, A lot of drinking And so th- Those were fun Because I would like Make a good amount of money yeah. But it would be so hot And yeah, it's so like sweaty <laughs> And so smelly in there Oh Because it was like You know how small That basement is uh-huh. uh, f- Imagine like I am I'm
0: imagining A dance party 100 there I'm like hundred people there Sounds rough
1: <laughs> Grinding on each other It was And there's just like like that one
0: staircase like yeah
1: there's only one staircase and there's only one Mm -hmm. bathroom that's really 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 (laughs) bad it was the nastiest (laughs) little tiniest little bathroom it was really it was one of the worst bathrooms i think i've ever seen um And I've gone into a gas station. Uh, it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. But yeah, so then they'd they get, they get down there and they'd sweat and grind and, and I'd make money. Yeah. Nice. I'm trying to think of what other parties they had. I think the foot fetish one was the that like Yeah, that
0: stands out. Um, So you did that job and then you were like two years in, you're like acting. I've got it. I've got it under, under control. I'm going to move
1: to LA. Uh, not really that. More so like the, I just didn't feel the opportunities there. Yeah. It felt like a very hard place to make roots true and instead of trying to make roots i was like i was doing ucb and then i was like mm-hmm. oh, you know fuck this i'm going to <laughs> la and i went to la and and everything that's when everything was the doors to opened up the, yeah. oh my god and i think it i think it isn't part of the hustle that i had from living in new york yeah. because you're like grinding so mm-hmm. hard so to take so much energy that I had to displace for just being alive in New York yeah and then just have that in LA and also there was a sun shining <laughs> down on me I was so invigorated I started moving so fast it's it just awesome. yeah I feel like that
0: yeah because even in New York like get getting anywhere it's a struggle right you gotta walk yeah you probably have a walk up you gotta go in the train and blah blah, blah all the stuff we already talked about in LA you're like I'm gonna Get in my car and drive somewhere. Oh cool. That was so much easier. Right. So now you have all this extra energy and
1: no one assaulted me on the way <laughs> and I didn't, didn't see any dicks. Didn't see any dicks, didn't see any uh, you know homeless people having sex didn't you know have to feel so bad about the human condition. Yeah. Cuz that's what it does to you. Like I would still try to give people cash yeah. if I had it always cuz it's just especially in the winter in New York like. Yeah, cuz you want
0: you want to be empathetic, but it's also just so much all at once and yeah. so fast that it is sometimes you have to have blinders and then you start to feel like kind of like self-loathing for that and there's yeah, it's just like, kind of builds yeah yeah
1: you're like where's my humanity but then also you're like I'm gonna die if I yeah. if I keep exposing myself to so much trauma every day the balance there is very difficult
0: I, yeah I remember one when I was a student and I always like you know I and I you know I have a lot of privilege and I uh, was able to go to college and you know pay my way through it but when, when I was like quote-unquote a struggling student I still had a floor you know I knew that right. I could have somewhere to go but one, one of the times when I was like struggling I remember like I like skipped a couple of meals and then went and got a sandwich. I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm excited to eat this. And I, on the train, a homeless person like came up to me and asked like in my face, like, can I have that sandwich? And I gave it to him. Cause I'm like, yeah, you need this more than me. But I remember but that, you hadn't eaten. but that was like a moment in my mind that I was like, oh, we just don't know what everyone's going through. And I was still glad. Cause I think he probably was hungrier than me, I but mean, yeah, but it made me feel like this weird guilt. It's like that balance where I, I always felt off-balance because I wanted to be that person who could give I also wanted to have a job and I found this like Thing where I was always like too far one way or too far the other right you know and that's mean? the
1: issue with capitalism too is it's created this state where we hate poor people because yeah. they're the only people that keep the middle class feeling like superior mm. we're all working ourselves to death and um, we assume that poor people are lazy we assume that they mm. aren't working as hard as us and it makes us feel better about the fact that we are killing ourselves yeah. uh, for a country that would not like that is just a piece of shit yeah, um, and has been never never once was not right um which so it's it's an insane kind of scam that's happening to all of us and then you i think there are checks and balances like yesterday i got some really tough news about a job that i wanted on a very big network um and i got the job it was oh. the weirdest uh call from my managers which was like congratulations you got this job unfortunately your other job conflicts you cannot do the <sighs> oh, job uh, and they're like we did everything we could so sorry can't you can't it's
0: like a constant oh, oh my god it, i literally
1: <laughs> was joking with all my friends i was like i I'm gonna tweet about this not so. <laughs> Uh no no no. I, it's not that far i love i love my jobs um but it was very funny we made that joke yeah. and then and then even in making the joke we were like we still don't get it, Constance. No, because to be at that level and then to girl, you crazy. publicly... Yeah, no. Like, you are absolutely crazy. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, girl, you don't got friends? You don't <laughs> got a group chat? Group chat, that's... For, yes, and you you're supposed to text chat. your friends and be like, bitch, fresh off the boat came back and now I can't go do this play where I was gonna not be an Asian woman. I was like, also, I was like, Constance, she was always going to be an Asian woman <laughs> in the play. I don't know why you thought that she was going to be in the play and we wasn't going to know you was Asian, because um, that's not like how it works. But um, she, <laughs> she—I cannot still cannot so believe funny. that she tweeted that shit. I hope she was drunk or on Ambien right. or something oh because please tell us what you were on, sis, because you could not that's have done so this funny. sober. <laughs>
0: Well, she doubled down on it. That's the funny thing. Well, she did eventually apologize, but it wasn't like a whoops. It was like a, No. no, it's just because this job is so easy and blah, blah, blah. I'm like,
1: don't say that. People want this. Like you're, And you're beyond lucky. people wanting yeah, yeah. this job, like, you know how many people are blessed to come back to that set yeah, and true. have a steady income, and yeah. they're not the star of the show, so maybe they're recurring, maybe they're, get, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe they're just a series regular, but they're not as famous as you, but you know, but that check means something to them, mm-hmm. and like, it was canceled after that season, and I wonder if that had anything to do with it. Probably, yeah. That I mean, sucks. who knows if it oh. did, but... Just like that was insane, but yeah, I did. And then I had to kind of have a moment yesterday and check myself and be like, I lost a job because of another job. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> like, and but I think it's also fair to feel your feelings, and so I did mm-hmm. feel very very sad about it for a little bit and talk to my friends about it. But there is that balance of like we're so incredibly mm-hmm. blessed and like especially I live in Hollywood. So I walk mm. down the street and there's tents and there's yeah. homeless people. And so I'm constantly confronted with it. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, so I think that yeah. is like humbling, but it's like, it's
0: sort of like what you're saying is having a balance and having self awareness. I think yeah. you, you don't want to be paralyzed by it. And it sounds like you do a lot of good and you're very yeah. conscious of it. But you also want to be able to, you know, continue working and thinking about yourself. Because right. that is important too. Every, I mean, you know, it, it is
1: important. So. At the end of the day, you're born alone or you die alone. So yeah. like, you got to take care of number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they say, put your mask on first before yes. you help your f- <laughs> your neighbor. That's
0: yeah, um, kind of a cool like way to come back around to it though, because you having that happen, you know, that sucks. But then to think about like, your days at karma just be like right look at where you are now and then also realizing like because you struggled through those like shitty days in new york like it does make you realize like yeah i can be upset about not getting this job like
1: yeah i did this like i worked for this yeah but then at the same time you can also be like there's going to be... There's more sunshine. And that's the thing I really love about LA is I really feel like there's just more sunshine out here. Mm. I feel like people in the entertainment industry work together more. Yeah. Um, I feel like we collaborate more than New Yorkers. And I think I do think that New Yorkers collaborate. I don't want to like shade everyone in the enta- entertainment <laughs> industry. I mean, eventually all oh, you motherfuckers are going to become LA people anyway. You gotta move. New York, because yeah. it's not industry. <laughs> I think
0: New York as a city comes together. The people... Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. I believe in that. And I mean, But there's obviously. not one
0: industry is Hollywood's not the main industry there and Wall Street feels like it's a bigger one but it's still not the main one there's like the UN's there there's like
1: media that's what it is there's so many industries and And they're all pretty important fashion too yeah and they all feel and they feel so important yeah and I miss that I do miss that about New York because then you could meet somebody from a different New York City specifically you could meet somebody from a different industry but like Mm -hmm. they're a power mover and they're making their own moves and they're successful and you guys could come together and you could date and it didn't (laughs) feel like this gross thing where like in hollywood it's like i feel like i go on a date and it's like okay you need me to list my imdb okay let's start at the beginning i was on an episode of a true crime documentary uh like you know like what are we doing here like i hate this um i love meeting people in la that are like i'm a teacher i'm a nurse i'm like oh my god right Sometimes I feel too normal for me. <laughs> I need you to be like, I want you to be in entertainment, but I want you to be like, not, not, a, not a performer. Not, yeah. <laughs> I want you to be like a studio exec mm. or like a producer mm-hmm. or like someone who's maybe on set sometimes, but not working. Someone then. who doesn't want to be in the spotlight, but, knows what good comedy is yeah or knows how this industry works and could understand yeah. my lifestyle but is not in the spotlight <laughs> uh at all whatsoever
0: <laughs> not a showtime dancer even if you're making 600 dollars,
1: yeah i don't per dance. give nope. a shit yeah exactly <laughs> oh no not even them like anybody who's getting on a stage i'm like yeah, yeah. please get away from me writers i want to date a writer Really? Yeah. Hmm. I know a lot of writers and they, yeah, a lot of the ones I know who are
0: writer writers, like not performers are married, but their life also is like, it's a lot of just being alone and writing. Like it's hard to connect sometimes. Yeah.
1: I don't mind that. I'm alone a lot. So Uh it's just like, if you're just even just physically in the room, I'm like, this is great. Uh I've been single for seven years. So I'm like, it's time to. I don't know. Do you want to be in a relationship? I do. I want to wrestle up a person and I'm <laughs> trying. <laughs> I'm going on dates. Uh, they're going mediocre. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's also cause you've gotten so like you've accomplished so much. It's like most of the people you meet, they're, they're going to have
1: to hit higher standards. Well, that's the weird thing is I'm in the partners. weird middle class of that, of like, <laughs> I'm not famous, but I do work and I am, you know, very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, i'm not famous so like when i talk to like guys who are famous there's this weird gross like like i'm not since i'm not famous like i'm not on their level so they're like i'm looking at these bitches up here but if you want to send me nudes feel free like it's like that that sounds like that's their personality yeah it might be these couple of people's personalities but it's (laughs) been three guys so i'm like is this a thing Like, y'all get a blue check. I have a blue check (laughs) on Twitter. I don't have it on Instagram. Y'all, you bastards. Come on. But, um,. This just becomes a rant (laughs) on Instagram, but there, like, I've had that experience, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I mean, I'll Uh, keep trying, but and of course, I don't send them nudes. One time, I sent (laughs) a picture of myself, uh, just my face, Uh and it was from my Instagram, so not even a photo of me in real time. Not even a special photo, yeah. And then I drew a naked body with the sticks. So
0: funny! (laughs) (laughs) I
1: was like, "Here you go, jerk it." (laughs) Uh, Someone asked
0: me for a picture once, and I sent a picture of Kate Upton, and I was like, "That'll tide you over." Yeah, that's great.
1: Here you go. It's called. Sounds Porn like you horny. Here's a picture. It's of boobs. called Google. Like yeah. there's so <laughs> many free titties out there. Why do you need mine? Right. <laughs> you don't. It's like a weird power thing. I feel like.
0: Oh, that they want on their phone.
1: I, I do like nudes. Like I like sending nudes,
0: but I only really do it to people I'm in a relationship with. Cause I just like, yeah. like it's, I don't trust anybody out there and even people i'm dating like you never know it could leak might not be their fault their phone might be out and their friend will go through it yeah
1: my nude sending days are over but but i did uh when i once in once was in a relationship like and he was uh in morocco we would like send each Mm -hmm. other nudes back and forth but then when we got back together in america we sat down with all of our devices and deleted them and like literally was like I watched him delete his. He watched ah. me delete mine. We went into the cloud, cleaned out the cloud. That's Like, so funny. we k- deleted it all. Because we're both those types of people. Right. Like, we don't want our shit out there. <laughs> so, even, like, us having it, like, I love you. I love you, too. But, like, also delete them nudes. Like, so funny. Yeah. And,
0: I feel like I wouldn't mind if my nudes leaked when I died. Like. Oh, yeah. That's, a, like, I mean. That's like, the, I, like yeah. please release the good ones. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But wait till I die. Have some respect.
1: I wouldn't mind if my nudes released when I was older. Like when my titties True. like are at my knees, <laughs> and I'm like, look at look at how them titties was looking. though they was looking good. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like when like Playboy,
0: the old Playboy models. Yeah. Um, you see, like it almost looks vintage. I mean, there's yeah. still. It's still it's like porn, art. but it looks really different now. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: It's porn, but it also is. It art. feels like art. The yeah. naked body isn't something that, and I wish that women and men weren't shamed for nudes. Yeah. Uh, men aren't really shamed for nudes because if the dick is big, they raw, should be. Though. Like, no, good no, job, sir. Kidding. Like, <laughs> that's so wonderful. Good mm-hmm. for you and your family. <laughs> for you and your family (laughs) but but for women yeah it's always like you're a whore but it's also like you're going to look at it. everybody
0: has a body that's literally how we come into
1: the world like we all have bodies and then the other weird thing is is in a movie or a television show we're not like look at that whore she's naked but because then it's art but then if i took it in my bathroom like we need to (laughs) shame me about it i think it's
0: the context i think what it is is uh a lot of men get um offended by and women too offended by female sexuality so it's like if you're sending a nude with the intention that's like i'm a sexual being i want you to see my body and i'm horny or whatever that's like the thing that they're like no but just the body itself if it was like at a hospital they'd be like no it's fine so i think it's this intention that oh that woman wants to have sex
1: yeah which is a crazy thing that men think that (laughs) women don't want to have sex because
0: if you really consider that a lot of men think that and they ask you to have sex that implies that they want to have sex with you knowing you don't want to have like it's just yeah. a weird like it's a weird like weird game we do because
1: well that's also the game of men is like yeah. men like when like when women play hard to get because mm-hmm. they like to feel like you initially said you. no Which and is then so you- fucked up it's insane. The second that you start treating a man like you like him, a lot of them, yeah. uh, the ones I guess who really weren't truly interested, are com- immediately turned off. Yeah. But if I keep my foot on your fucking neck, you will chase me for years. But your foot is covered because you know. Oh yeah, no. The footing—it's—it's yeah. it's no, a boot. <laughs> <laughs> it is a boot because you are not getting these toes. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh.
0: Uh. Well, I feel like uh, does that we kind of covered the story there, right? Yeah. I really enjoyed that story. Yeah, I have a quick circle. sort of like. Uh, segment, sort of a game, um, to end on. Okay. It's, uh, inspired by your scam goddess personality, um, and podcast. <laughs> um, it's called scammature or scam master. So these are all stories of scammers that got caught and I'll just tell you the story and you just tell me if you think these are amateur m- mistakes or were they ingenious? Yes. Okay. So this first one, uh, is a group of scammers. They invented a fake person, staged a real funeral for the person, this person was named Jim Davis. Didn't exist. Had a tombstone. Hired people to come and cry and like do a full funeral, and quote unquote buried this fake person just to make money off of life insurance benefits. And they made over a million dollars.
1: That is a what was it? scamture or scamateur or scam master? Scam master. Scam master for sure. With the detail, the planning, it's crazy. The like Jim Davis how many people are going to come up on google white pages for that name so right. many like sounds like a real guy hired performers <laughs> i love it that's a great scam and they made a $1, $1. million dollars 1.2 million dollars in life
0: insurance benefits how long before they got caught so they got caught so the reason they got caught was because whoop, where did they go sorry they worked okay so they these are four women so yes women oh, can yes. scam too uh break women's that glass empowerment feeling. and they killed <laughs> a man yeah a fake that's man. true they could have yes. pretended to kill a woman but Symbolism. they killed a man i bet the men life insurance makes more though um i don't know if that's true <laughs> that's totally i just made that up pulled it on my ass so they got caught because um the fbi started looking into it they talked to a, the mortuary worker and um st- stuff didn't add up so they had an in at the mortuary and that's how they got away with like oh, they wow. fake buried and did like the autopsy but it
1: But it was all just on paper.
0: Yeah, it was all on paper. The casket was filled with a mannequin and cow parts to ensure the proper weight. And then they even sent it to a crematory. So then they scattered those ashes. So they really went really
1: far with the scam. Well, for a million dollars, I think you do have to do your work. You have to do your due diligence. Uh, you to have even to... think of that, though, I'm like, wow. I, that's a fantastic <laughs> scam. Once you have an opportunity, that's all you need is a window of opportunity. I will say the reason that this scam didn't work out is because the life insurance policy was for too much yeah when it's 1.2 million Someone dollars into it. Uh, they come in the look <laughs> for 1.2 million dollars uh the man from state farm himself or the man from all state the black guy from all state and all the commercials was <laughs> gonna show up at the funeral and be like you're in good hands but uh we also need to, <laughs> I need see, to see that man hands. yeah i need to <laughs> see those hands we'll, we'll open the casket <laughs> they're like they sent you the guy oh from the commercials God. from 24 yeah it was, yeah you asked for too much money so we gotta look at the body <laughs> oh
0: man that's great yeah if
1: they had done like two hundred fifty thousand, they would have got away with
0: it mm. That doesn't seem like enough for all that effort, but you're it? right. This, okay, this next scammer left her fur coat in a department store, went back to get it, but then claimed that the department store swapped it with another less expensive coat. So the department store said this coat was $1,000. She said the one I had was worth $10,000, but she got caught because her initials were monogrammed inside it.
1: Sis. Sis. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's a scammer. why no. are your initials inside of the coats? <laughs> you can't what, what, what you, that, that doesn't happen like no one in retail is getting there's initial in coats. right <laughs> yeah it was a good idea and it seems like she probably thought about it for a second she was like oh they're not gonna, gonna be able to
0: prove it they're gonna fire some poor worker right who's gonna get the blame
1: yeah that you didn't think that through sis like literally your coat has like a picture of your face on the inside like what are you doing so she
0: actually tried to make this claim under her homeowner's policy so she was trying to do a victimless crime where she was like oh i lost it through her renter's insurance but she claimed ten thousand. so maybe
1: too big too much yeah too much money like that's the thing too is is like you gotta do just little small stamps (laughs) like that's too much money yeah and also, degree. when you're scamming insurance, like you really have to be careful because they are petty. They are scammers. They are themselves. scammers themselves. Yeah. The whole bene- the whole thing of insurance is like, especially like the whole if you're a good driver, you save so <sighs> much. If you're a good driver, you're not getting the most out of your insurance. You better wreck True. that bitch and get a coin. Like <laughs> otherwise, you just paying into a system and you'll never get anything from it. True. Yeah, we should crash of our cars more. Yeah, is to crash your car. Mm-hmm. i'm not saying i'm not saying no no but yeah (laughs) that's car into somebody but you know i mean shit
0: yeah yeah every few years you know just make sure you get a little bit out of that insurance
1: right when you're ready to get (sighs) rid of that bitch anyway (sighs) if you got a good driver protection program go ahead and run that shit into a tree (laughs) (laughs) um this is the final one these are all
0: insurance frauds okay so this scammer claimed his car was stolen to get insurance payment got it was able to get the money um but then three years later got caught because he kept driving the same car.
1: Okay, sir, you are just greedy. <laughs> you are greedy. <laughs> Now you got the money. You got to, st- you got to make sure the car is stolen. Go drive it yeah. to Arizona and leave it somewhere. You Let can't- someone take it. Yeah. And then also, if you had drove the car somewhere, like switched out the plates, drove the car somewhere, and then mm. left it, and then so put the real plates you. on it, they would have brought that bitch back to you, and the insurance wouldn't have asked for the money back, and then you would have had yeah. your car and you would have had the bag. There you go. From you gotta play the law game. <laughs> you can't be out here to just drive like that's (laughs) greedy that is very greedy (laughs) that's so funny
0: yeah yeah so you guys got to scam better step up your scam game yes
1: um lizzie thanks so much for coming on the pod where can people find you uh you can find me at scam goddess pod uh if you have any scams since you've retired uh don't want to fuck up your bag as we always say <laughs> on the show Teresa's gonna be on the show too soon and it's very 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 good episode um scam goddess pod at gmail.com also scam goddess pod on twitter and instagram and you can follow me personally if you'd like to see my life at d-i-v-a-l-a-c-i diva lacy on all platforms
0: thank you so much you can follow this podcast at tell me anything pod and follow me at Larissa t on twitter and instagram bye, bye. Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Nicole. And we're the hosts of the comedy podcast, Dude That's Fucked Up. Join us every Wednesday for an irreverent discussion on topics such as Light cannibalism a la the Donner Party, JFK's meth dependency, Cryptid Fanfic, and even pubes. It's available now on the hoo Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Go to DTFUPodcast.com for more information. You know what's not fucked up? This podcast, you butthole. Eee.